Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 214 of the Department of Offense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlo. As always. And Pete. Hey, guys. Hey, we got a Pete over here. Hey Am guys. I eternally bound? Is my Pete soul like eternally bound to the studio? Is that how uh, this works? Yeah, no, that's definitely how it works, man. I don't. Is that why I'm always here? Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to tell you this, but yes. Damn it. That's why I I've always remained those, on the outside. Uh, those user agreements more more uh, thoroughly. Well, I mean, you should have, but it's too late now. Your soul is here. Well, it's a yeah, contract. And actually. I'm never letting that up. No, no. Unless somebody gives me uh, 1995. <laughs> it's not worth a lot. <laughs> That's all you're asking for? <laughs> it's not Check very valuable. <laughs> Check out my program. <laughs> 21 monthly payments in 1995, and Carlos's soul can be yours. I feel a little bit better that now that we're worth 20 times as much as $20. I mean, that's not a lot more. Yeah, but there's some fine print in there, too. And so, I mean, that's just... That that's, soul so, and... so, my soul's worth $400, basically, right? That's what it's worth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the beauty of it is we can sell it multiple times. <laughs> How's yeah, that Multiple work? contracts. Because nobody can tell if they own a soul or not. Everybody gets a piece. It's like selling pieces of the moon or stars. Wait, wait. You can't sell pieces of stars. Dude, people were selling land on the moon. Yep. People were also selling stars. You can name a star. Right. First Those are of websites. All, it's, uh, it's, you, you can't actually own land on the moon. Uh, you can if you go to the, one of these sites. No, you can't own the, like, it's literally an agreement, like, yeah, I know. With the United Nations that you can't own land on No, but there's one dude who, like, broke that <laughs> and declared himself emperor of the moon. And it held up. We talked about that on the show, actually. I don't remember that Is that, that where at I all. heard it? Yeah. I don't remember that at all. It's already been Dude, we a have fucking done genius. A, we have done a lot of episodes. 214 of them. That's a good number. I mean, it's a number. I don't know if it's a good number or not. It could be a terrible number. We might be just terrible people for just having that many num- number of episodes for a show called Department of Offense. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Man, I, think, I feel like I'm going as deaf as Pete. I keep having to turn my headphones up. Well, yeah, yeah I, I, it's still low for me. But I'm just, I'm just hoping right. that all I literally are... can't turn. The, well, actually, I can. <laughs> you can turn Pete's because it can get. Yeah. Oh there God. Go. Oh Jesus, that's way too high for everybody. <laughs> oh, for everybody. Oh. Yeah, that, that was the global volume. There we go. That's good. I like that. Well, then maybe you should turn the Pete. global and everybody else but me down. Should, <laughs> these are the steps we need to take. All right. So like, you got Sounds like good. another couple years, Pete, right before you have to get uh, before I'm aids. completely deaf. Yeah, and get. No, oh, I can actually hear really well. I do really well on hearing tests, like the really high pitch noises and shit. It's like just out of in the, the left studio. or the right. The yeah, high it's, it's it's for my own voice. I've said this before. All right, he just I need like to his, hear. his brain filters it out better than the rest of ours do. Well, no, like I know that, like I, but I take that into account when I do like our sound checks. Is the fact that like I know that my voice is factored out partly when I did the sound checks. Now mine needs to be more, more there. It's more important, like that I hear everybody else. Because I'm not so but. selfish, Pete. I'm not a selfish bastard <laughs> like you. Nobody else has to share the headphones at the same time. With me. <laughs> Yeah, no, man. It's he okay. can have his as loud as he wants. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. No skin off anybody's Just nose. don't ever put him on because you'll <laughs> blow your eardrums. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, that's true. All right, before we get too deep here, I want to give a shout-out to our patrons. Uh, if you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash blindyourstudios and become a patron today. Every little dollar helps. Uh, we, I mean, with all the shows that we have on our network, we're, I mean... We just need a little bit of money to keep the lights on, guys, so please help us out. Uh, if you're going to do any Amazon shopping, go ahead and head over to blindestudios.com. Click on the Amazon link on the homepage. Do your Amazon shopping as normal, and we get a bill of a kickback from Amazon. Or bookmark that link so it's always the Amazon link. The best use. thing to do is to go on your grandparents' computer and swap out their Amazon uh, their icon on their desktop. Because you know they have an Amazon icon on their desktop. Well, yep. yeah. And you just swap it out with the BNS one. Like, you just, you go to Amazon, and you just change their URL a little bit, and you're good to go. If you're worried about that being immoral, well, we're going to tell you that's not. And why <laughs> is it not? Because we said so. 
Well, also, and we are just the paragon. I mean, there is a reason judging morality. No, right? it's, that's that's not immoral. Like you're not costing them anymore. No, no, you're just helping us out. Yeah, and they don't know. And we're also the paragons of morality. Oh, we are per- paragons of virtue. Yeah. Also, please do not uh, just like at the bottom of the screen. There should be a little disclaimer right now. Binance Studios is now responsible for any ethical conundrums that re- <laughs> result from following our advice. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. We're covered. We got all our bases covered. Or you yeah. know why that? That's because we're uh, just paragons of morality. No, we're not. We might be. No. Compared to certain people. All right. Well, <laughs> if you make the comparisons to the right people, yeah. Carlos, what have you been up to this week, man? Well, I mean... Last week, we didn't record a show. And why was that? We were camping. Yes, we did go to Madeline. It was our annual trip up. Yep. And uh, when we got back, we just didn't want to talk to people anymore. Well, so the trip to Madeline kind of signifies the end of summer. Like, it's the official end of summer for me. Like, after we come back from Madeline, uh, the shorts go in a box. Well, we got back, and it was burning hot, though. It it doesn't matter. The shorts were in a box. (laughs) (laughs) They went in the box. (laughs) No matter what. They're in the box. <laughs> they go in the box now. All right. <laughs> um, and it's just the end of summer. Oh, yeah. But we had a lot of fun camping. Yeah. It was uh, the smallest group that we've had since the first year. Well, that was over a week ago, though. And I still have fucking bug bites on my legs. Well, yeah. Carlos, bug bites don't go away that quickly. They well, should. Oh, mine are gone. They fucking should. You must have, like, really itched. Oh, sorry. No, no. It wasn't from itching, but it was just because from the beach. All the fly bites? No, all the mosquito oh. bites, those disappeared ages ago. Oh, those like horse fly bite bites oh. that you guys were getting at the beach. Yeah. See, I didn't get any like yeah, bumps if, or you, if you had been hanging out in the water with me, you wouldn't have gotten any either. No, I I didn't spend the entire time in the water. I spent some time with my legs. No, as long as I, I had like a foot of water over my legs. No, the flies left me alone. Man, I submerged myself in the water and then peed in the water is pretty great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I peed in there. Yeah, uh, I remember right. you had like declared that you were peeing in the water. It's like, all right, time to take a step out of the water now, <laughs> dude. It's the ocean. No, it's not a fucking you can ocean. Pee in the ocean. We covered this, Casey. Did you see it's the sailboat? Lake. There was a fucking yeah, sailboat. There was a sailboat, man. It means it's an ocean. Look, the best you do is try, try to make arguments for peeing a sea. That's the you got to take that step first. You got to argue that the sea. No, man, we well, just jump straight to ocean. I mean, the sea is part of an ocean, so yeah. <laughs> So that means if it's a sea, it's an ocean. There's only so many oceans on the world. Yeah. I know. And we're on one of them. No, it doesn't work that way. Yep. There's nine oceans. We're on the ninth ocean. Yep. I don't know where the eighth one was. Which lake were we on? It was Superior, right? (laughs) What? It was Lake Superior, right? That uh, mountain. Yeah, we were on Ocean Superior. Ocean. Gichigumi. Yep. Which means Superior Ocean. And Native Look, American. I don't care what kind of <laughs> argument you make. The There's biggest no way ocean. you can say that. <laughs> lake, you can't make any sort of argument that Lake Erie is an ocean. No, yeah, no. Lake Erie is That's not. a lake. It says lake. lake. It's Lake <laughs> it Erie. It says Lake Erie. We are an ocean superior. Don't you remember there was a time in like, elementary school you had to like learn what all the Great Lakes were? Yeah, there's Huron. I forgot that one. All right, there's one. I know Michigan. Su- I know Superior and uh, Erie. That was, uh, the, no, well, no, no, Erie no. is one for sure. Erie is one. Yeah. Huron is one, yeah. Michigan is one, and that's it, because then there's Ocean Superior. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works. It's a superior ocean, man. I guess I should pay more attention in yeah, you school. Yeah, you should have. Yep, it's too late now. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, I got back from all that. Well, because before I we even went on that trip. Oh, no, there's a viewer. <laughs> I had to uh, oh, <laughs> get all my... Uh, all my homework done for classes because I'm in I'm in a tech school. That's right, right now. Carlos is in school, schooling it up. So I got and then I got back and I had this whole week of like I'm not drinking this whole entire week. That's weird. That sounds shitty. And then I had to do more homework yesterday. But yeah, yeah homework uh, is cool. Ah. Besides camping, like it's just been like uh, doing homework and spending some time. I'm uh, watching just internet stuff and. Uh, Catching up on whatever I missed was not a whole lot. I did not miss a whole bunch of stuff while I was gone. That's for sure. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And that's that's all. Oh, about you, Pete? Well, went camping as well. On the ocean? Man, yeah. we, we, uh, we, we lived it. through, we lived through uh, 
Hurricane U- Felipe. Hurricane <laughs> Felipe. That was certainly a thing that we experienced. <laughs> Hurricane Felipe. Hurricane. U- you don't. You don't say the H in Spanish. <laughs> Huracan. Huracan. Huracan Felipe. All right. <laughs> yep, experience that. But I'm pretty sure that there's like H's that show up in uh, no, Spanish. No, no, you don't say the letter H. Chupacabra. Yeah, yeah, that's a C-H. That's a ch. That's yeah. a ch. No, if the word starts with an H. Like hombre. Hombre? Well, yeah. Hombre. In that case, you're right, Casey. If it starts with an H. Chupacabra starts with a C, dumbass. I know that, but there's a still an H sound in there. Yeah, no, you don't say the like you don't say the H at the start of a word. I'm sorry. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> no, but you're wrong. But goddamn. <laughs> yep. So we experienced that. We made it through. We didn't have electricity after. <laughs> no, we did not have electricity. We did not. We didn't have it before either. So. <laughs> <laughs> Stop trying to qualify our, our suffering. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it was tough for us out there. Well, we still we had, had a cooler full of beers. We only so. had like 20 beers left at the end. So, yeah. There's that. Yeah. We did pretty well this year for like We drank over half. Beer. Yeah. Well yep, over half. Yep. Yeah, well over half. Otherwise, I clean my vibe because I might sell it. Oh, you're selling the vibe, man? I got my. I bought a battery charger. I charged up the battery for the Jeep. And it turned on. It took like twelve hours for it to charge. It's a it's beefy battery, but uh, I gotta go put it back in there and and then move it, and then decide what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna keep the Jeep or keep the Vibe. I don't know. Dude, I mean the Vibe has better mileage, but in yeah, two months it's Jeep not gonna matter. Yeah, but the Jeep has a V8, and in the winter time, in the winter I can do whatever the really fuck nice. I want, whatever yeah. I want. So, I doesn't it also have a cracked head though. No, I don't think so. That no. went away years ago. I don't think it just goes away. Like, cars are not self-healing. Yeah, no, it was like a tiny crack. If no, it was. no, no, Casey. You just got to treat it like I treat my car. No, Carlos. Cars are not self-healing. That's not a thing. What? No. They, they got to have... They got, like, a regeneration five right now. Or, like, regeneration five hit points every day, right? Uh, Yeah. The longer it sits there... The longer it sits there, the better it is. The longer it lasts. Yeah. <sighs> And I sat, I did not go anywhere yesterday. So that's like five hit points in my car gained. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's how it works, Casey. <laughs> that's how fucking cars work. All right. Well, so, man, all right, so you got the Jeep started. Not yet. Oh, not yet. Oh, it's still charging up? Uh, the battery's all charged. I just got to get... Uh... You just haven't turned the key? like. <laughs> yeah, I haven't brought it back over there because when I started, I want to drive it a little bit and then move it. So oh, okay. I gotta, I gotta have How long's the gas been sitting in there? Oh, I don't know, like a year. So, is how it, long is gasoline good? For? Is it bad if you're driving your car and like you cross like you know? Oh, there's just this, watch the Walking there's Dead. There's this line like You'll going like out. parallel with the road, like in, the, it's in part of the road. It's like going parallel, and then you go over and like all of a sudden it feels like your car is trying to all of a sudden go like veer right. Is that that's bad, right? Wait, no, what, that's what normal. Every about? car has a mind of its own, man. All right. No, Every wait, single what? one. No, 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 no. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, like, I'll be, like, driving down the road, and, like, there'll be, like, a, a, a solid line in the road. Like, like a, when you hit the rumble strip? No, not, like, a rumble strip. But, like, it's just, like, a solid, like, oh, there's going to be this exit right here. So, like, all of a sudden, like, you know, there's, like, the little, sometimes there's, like, this line in the road going parallel along with the road just because they had the add-on right there. And, like, as you start like going Like, on the over, left or the right? On, like, the right Is side. If the you're red like, the right or side the white? And going on the right, all of a sudden it feels like your car is, like, veering over a different direction. Your car is broken. You should not be on the road, ever. <laughs> it's Carlos, just in town. We're getting it's rid of your bi- or your your car, and you can only ride a bicycle. But Why my don't... car can buy booze now. Why don't you just who buy... else's car can be say that? Just buy the vibe. That thing's gonna last like ten more years plus. Yeah, dude, buy the vibe. You see like a million of those on the road. Dude, the vibe is way better than your car. Well, I know that. There's a lot of things better than my car. Twenty eight hundred. Right now, deal? That's the problem. Deal? Okay. Good to go. We Give sealed the deal. Dollars. Y'all heard it here. But the problem is how many miles the car has. Uh, 176. Meanwhile, my car is still sitting at 119,000. Yeah. And your coffin? <laughs> your coffin is 119,000, man. Miles. Didn't you, like, yeah, break it in half last winter? <laughs> it's been at 119,000 for quite a while. Your odometer stopped working. Uh, yeah, it did. Oh, it did? It yeah. stopped aging. Oh, what the fuck? That's, <laughs> is that, that's the only problem, then? Well, right, there's so a lot of problems. That's the only problem he knows about. 
Oh, no, sometimes it, like, acts weird. Like, it feels like it's trying to go different directions. Completely normal. Completely normal. What? For a car that, you you know, like that one. Yeah, exactly. Pete gets it. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. But, yeah, that's all I've been up to. I Oh, I, I put my bow online, too. I'm going to sell that. I'm selling some shit. <laughs> I'm selling. I'm liquidating. Do you need to buy Get a rid new of liver everything. or something? What? Do you need to buy a new liver or something? Well, <laughs> what's a Yugo? A Yugo? Yeah. Y U G O. Is that a car, Tom? I don't know. Tom was like, "Is a Yugo better than oh, Carlos's car?" Like a Seventy-seven I mean, Yugo. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Everything is better than Carlos's car. Come on, it's a ninety-five Cougar. You can't beat that. Yeah, it's a ninety-five Cougar with the odometer broken. And how many quarts of oil do you have to put in in a month? More than I put in. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you changed the oil? Uh, would have been January 1st. January 1st this year. <laughs> or January 2nd. I It was whenever I brought my car in at the beginning of January. It's like a Geo Metro, except even shittier. <laughs> what? No, that can't be right. A Yugo? Well, no, I believe that, but I didn't know they made things shittier than... It's made out of, like, aluminum or something. I've actually had a lot of offers for my car, you guys wouldn't believe. You're right, I don't believe no, any no, of that you, statement. No, you shouldn't believe that, but it's true. What kind of offers? Well, like, offers that for, like, basically, I, it would be, like, $1,500 to buy to sell my car. For parts? More, <laughs> Wait, more than that. somebody offered you $1,500 for that car? Yeah. And you didn't take it? No. You're an idiot. Yeah, that's probably true. Why the fuck wouldn't you take that? Because it's my car. Yeah, Carlos. I, I get to places. For $700, a new one. you could get a better car. <laughs> <laughs> I know that in my mind. <laughs> but in my heart, it's like, oh, this car is indestructible. <laughs> Until it destructs. Like, when you're Pete in it. Like, Six months ago, Pete would have sold you his Jeep for a thousand bucks, and that's better I mean, I than still your would. car. No, no, like a Jeep is a way better than my yeah. car. If somebody offers you fifteen hundred dollars for your car again, you take that. All right, you fucking take it. <laughs> but they're like, you have to like sell your car, then you have to like do stuff. No, you have to have to transfer the title. All you literally state. have to do is sign over the title. There's already a spot for it on the yeah. title. There's a spot on the title. You literally, and then they get like, a new one when they buy it yeah. for, to do the same thing. Uh, I don't even know where my title is anymore. I should probably find out. <laughs> do you even is. own your car? I do own my car. <laughs> Just go to the DMV website. You can order. It's like Tom says you could use Miles's bike that's out back. I know. <laughs> is that still out there? Been well, I was in that picture you put up earlier. I'm like, well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just a part of your house now. You should throw that thing in his fucking yard. I'm just kidding. Then I have to drive into Richmond. Oh, that actually yeah. might be worth it. Just the drive near to just throw <laughs> his bike. Okay, Casey, about these pictures that you put up. Okay, Jen just sent me one. I'm I rolled up my shorts so my legs. <laughs> I was like, was, <laughs> those are and I was squatting in the water. She's, she sent it to me as like a meme already. <laughs> I thought got to talk about. It's I like thought, I'm getting ready to make a play in football or something. <laughs> I thought that one was funny. Well, yeah. there was one. Yeah, those ones were pretty. Got, funny. That's gotta stay up there. <laughs> Yeah. All right, what have I been up to God. this past week? Um, I brewed three beers this weekend, got yeah. that done. Uh, fun story about my uh, brewing. Uh, the last beer I finished, it was the Belgian IPA. I put it in the fermenter, I threw it downstairs, uh, put a, uh, you know, put the airlock on it, ready to go. Then I started having a couple of beers and uh, working on, working on uh, DOO tonight. Went upstairs to uh, ask Carlos if you want to go grab a beer. Saw that I had not pitched the yeast yet. Oh. Yeah, completely oh. forgot to pitch the yeast in the beer. Wait, well, that's get... like the last thing, though, right? Yeah, no, it's the last oh. thing. Like, No, it, it was fine. It was just like, oh, shit, I should probably put you yeast in You just put it downstairs beer. with no yeast? You tried? <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I mean, you I'm getting so on. fucked up off this. You would have caught up eventually, right? Yeah, like, no, yeah, like, no. It, it, yeah. It, was, it was sitting on the counter. Yeah. I just completely, like, ignored <laughs> it. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, and it, like even oh. if it's in the fridge, it's like there's this extra yeast in the fridge. Why is that? <laughs> just go <laughs> sprinkle a little in I each do? beer, like, you know. <laughs> Although, like if you had done much multiple batches and you didn't remember which one needed the yeast, 
Well, well no. Help. So the nice thing is, like, the multiple batches I've been doing, either uh, they all have the same yeast or they all have different yeast. Well, like, what if you had two batches in the day and you're like, you added yeast to one of them, but you didn't remember which one you added the yeast to and you had extra yeast to add? If it was the same yeast, then I'd have a problem. If they're different yeast, then I can figure it out. Because uh, today I did a sour. I did the Flanders. What if you had, so what if you had extra yeast in, like, one of them? Like, is, is that a problem? Well, it depends on the yeast. So if I added extra of the same yeast, then it's not a problem. All right. Uh, if I add extra of a different yeast, then it's a problem. Okay. Because then you're going to have conflicting yeast flavors, and that's not good. No, that would be bad. Yeah, it would be very bad. Probably. You'd I don't probably know. put banana in there when there's supposed to be no banana. No, no, yeah, no, no, I keep no, no, hearing no. how you don't want banana. No just, banana. Just listen to Homebrew Bound. You'll know all about <laughs> no banana. banana. Two banana, no banana, three banana, No four. banana. We still got to figure out the no banana t-shirt. I've been trying mm-hmm. to like figure out the best way to put that together. One Just banana, put a pissed off banana, banana, three banana. Say no banana. No. Well, I got to figure out somebody who can draw a pissed off. You don't banana. want any of that. And like, how's it? You want to say like daylight come and I want to go home. All right, Carlos, you want to start passing around some beers? Well, uh, Pete's got it right by him. Is it the wild sour? It's yeah. the wild sour. Apricot. 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 From distill. Yeah. So this is from. Uh, so the beer going around right now. It's uh, from Distill Brewing in Illinois. Uh, it's an American Wild Ale coming in at 6% ABV. I'm only going to have a little breakfast. If I can describe their beer so far that I've had, it would be pretty fucking sour. It's yeah, the, all those are, man. I'm surprised you can handle that. The Syncopathic Apricot. Yes. Dry hop sour ale brewed with apricots. Uh, syncopathic apricot uh, sinks our refreshing tart sour ale with the citrus dry hopping of a pale ale. Biscuity malt and an uplifting stone fruit beat. Oh, a stone fruit beat from apricot from added apricots. I thought they were beating the stone fruit <laughs> from the apricot. Like, well, that, that, that just got a little rough, man. Uh, from added apricots form a perfect harmony in this delicately balanced and delightfully enjoyable beer. Cheers. And I got to tell you guys, I was really happy to see you to steal in the liquor store again because, like, the last couple times I've been there, I didn't see any of their stuff there. It's like, oh no. You should have a little sample glass over there, Pete, if you want to. Oh, yeah, I was waiting for Carlos to. Oh, you get wanted done. the. You, you, you didn't want to just. Uh, you wanted to have it. There you go. I was just going to, like, just drink it all from this one uh, sample glass. Here, man. Oh, well, you. Can- <laughs> just wanted a little. <laughs> just bit. Give, me all the, give me all the beers, all right? I'll just take them all back. I mean, all you gotta do is get nachos later. Because I got the, uh, yeah, that's the problem. I got the uh, dark IPA over here, black IPA from uh, that Casey had brewed, which is good. But I like the the other IPA you had brewed better. The yeah, white? no, the one that the one that's gone. Oh yeah, that disappeared when yeah. we did the uh, one thing, the one thing you know. The party, bet. the party, it was a thing. All right, Carlos, what do you think about this beer? It's got a good solid smell to it. Like, I can get, like, just a little bit of citrus in the smell. Like, not a whole lot more than that. What are you smelling? I'm going to be honest. Like, it's just, like, a slight citrus smell. When I take it, taste it, though. It's kind of like rhubarb. I get, like, a little bit of rhubarb into it. Hmm. It's, actually, I really like the sourness on this one. I know not, not everybody say, like has like the same like amount that they can like like for sourness, but it's got a good amount of sourness to it. To it. it does it's pretty sour. Holy shit! Oh yeah, that's the uh, the sour series is really fucking like, sour. I've been drinking pints of Berliner. Yeah. At this afternoon, and I switch over to this, and I'm like, oh, did they just dump warheads in this? <laughs> mm-hmm. Pete, what do you think, man? It's a little sour. I'm only. I'm glad I'm only grabbed a little bit yeah. here. Uh, I might not be able to drive to get McDo- the uh, Mexican fact guy. I might be able to drive to get McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, Carlos. Nobody wanted McDonald's. No, nobody wanted that. <laughs> not sure about biscuity. No, I'm. Maybe, but I'm just getting sour. Like in the in the aroma. I get some of the malt and some of the apricot. When mm-hmm. I taste it, that sour is just so overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah, anytime I see these cans now, I'm like, oh, God, I can't drink a whole one. I can't <laughs> drink a whole one. 
And Carlos is just like shotgunning him, like, <laughs> woo! I mean, it's kind of true. <laughs> All right, Carlos, out of, out of 10. All right, well, the steel, uh, D S T I H L, which Wait. is not how you spell, normally spell distill. But yeah, that's uh, this is what I expect from their beers. This to be sour because they they're uh, wild sour series stuff at least, and it definitely fucking delivers. Uh and like I'm glad that like the, like there's a little bit of apricot in there, but it's like not super overpowering because like apricot's not one of my favorite uh fruits. But yeah, it's really good. So I'm going to give it a eight point five in my wow. Yeah, it's a high number. What are we doing? Are we rating it? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, I don't know how to rate sours that I think are too sour, so I'll just give it like a six and a, a seven. You can do a seven. All right, just do it on your own personal rating yeah. system. Like, yeah, that'll do a seven. Seven? All right. Sours are tough when you uh, think they're too sour. Yeah, because that well, it automatically knocks a bunch of points off because mm-hmm. you can't you can't get any of the complex flavors out. Right. Like I'm I'm a bigger fan of like the Brett sours. Like kind of like the barnhouse, how or the barnyard funk, mm. um, instead of like there's the straight tartness. Right. You just gotta adjust your tongue to the tartness. You just gotta adjust your tongue, man. Eat a bunch of sour candy all the time. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of sour patch kids. You just have to eat a whole box of sour gummy worms, Casey. Yeah, right before. <laughs> hey, did you ever make it through that three pounds? No, there's still a box sitting in my room. <laughs> you should eat them on the show. No. Or <laughs> you should do it. You have okay. to eat the whole thing. The whole we, no, thing. No, we'll just do it as a group thing. Like, a group effort of... De- Finishing Carlos's actually, box Actually, I might actually worms. need some of uh, Pete's uh, uh, stuff that he needs to take every day for... Uh, oh, the uh, the omeprazole. Oh, yeah. I the would prob- uh, old heartburn there. Yeah, I would probably definitely need that. All right. Um, yeah. Man, I'm going to give it a six. I, like, I can't taste anything other than the sour. The aroma's good, but it's just... It's... And there's too much lactic acid in it. I can't get past it. I literally can't taste anything else other than Wow, sour. it just makes the other, the dark, when I start tasting the black IV, it just makes it taste bland. Yeah, because it's, it destroys your palate. Yeah. There's nothing there anymore. Um, so Beer Advocate apparently changed their ratings to out of five now well, instead of out of a hundred. Th- that's very weird. I agree. So I'm going to. This has an 80.9. What? But what, how does that work? It's all five. How does that work? Oh, no, I just, I did math. What was it? What, what, out of five? Or no, no, I guess it'd be an 81.8. But give us the point out, out of five. 4.09 out of five. All right. So that would work out to 81.8. Yeah. Uh, it's works better than going that way than going the opposite way to try to figure out what it is out of five. Yeah, no, I think out of five is stupid. Yeah, like I, I think out of ten is the perfect number because that's what we got. Yes, I know. Well, that's because we're perfect. We are perfect. Anybody who says otherwise, go fuck yourself. I, I have no idea when they changed that, Tom. I just noticed it this week, so it's within yeah. the last two weeks. Because last last beer we tried was still out of a hundred. Yeah, I, yeah, that's kind of weird though that they ch- like did they change all the ratings then to like automatically be out of uh, five? Yeah. Then? All right. <laughs> and now the Department of Offense presents news with Casey. That's me. Fuck banjos. A plea for Tesla to send help to Puerto Rico was spelled out with the remnants of a house torn apart from Hurricane Irma. And the electric car uh, maker is now sending aid. In addition to building electric cars, Tesla also sells an at-home battery pack, the Powerwall, that can capture energy generated by solar panels. Tesla is now shipping hundreds of Powerwalls to Puerto Rico as the island continues to suffer from power outages. Uh, Bloomberg first reported... Or, uh, that Bloomberg first reported. Puerto Rico uh, was already grappling with power outages after Hurricane Irma, a Category 5 storm uh, that hit the island. At least 60,000 people were already without power when Hurricane Maria, a Category 4 storm, knocked out power for the entire island's 3.5 million residents. And, and my a, brother. It was a direct hit. Oh, yeah, no, it, like, 
critical hit right no, there. No, no, decimation. Like, so what happened was it it hit the island, and then like just wrapped around uh, El Yunque, like the big mountain on the yeah. island, and just was like, oh, I can just circle around this and destroy everything else. Like the rainforest is gone. Oh yeah. And uh, my brother said they uh, they had just. Uh, reintroduce. So this was this was the biggest uh, devastation devastation that Puerto Rico had faced since like 1932 or 1934, something like that. And during during that hurricane that knocked out uh, a bunch of the island, uh, like the species of bird was eradicated from the island. Oh yeah. Like three or four months ago, they reintroduced that bird to the island. <laughs> Guess what? Bird's dead now. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Damn. That is a little bit funny, I gotta admit. <laughs> yeah, if you're a sick fox. <laughs> uh, generators are currently helping power high-priority buildings like hospitals, but power likely won't return to the entire island for another six months. Tesla's power wall could help bridge the gap in some areas as Puerto Rico works to repair its electrical grid. Tesla employees are on the ground in Puerto Rico to help install battery packs and repair solar panels. Well, I mean, I just got to say that this is really just a smart choice pretty much all around the table. Well, there. it's going to boost Puerto Rico's infrastructure. Yeah. Like, if they go to, like, a lot of solar during this six months. Yeah. Because they get a lot of sun. Yeah. And, like, all, like basically, like, if you just... And have, their power grid sucks. Oh, yeah. So if you, like, incorporated, like, a solar system that is, like, able to, like, easily be able to fold it up and put away. Uh-huh. It, we only have the two cans open, right? Because I can just drink the yep. rest of them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, uh, basically, I don't know. I think it's like a really smart decision, like basically all yeah. around. Especially like basically if like a Tesla, for example, could like turn Puerto Rico into like an example, like island of like, hey, like they're all basically have like all this solar energy now. Yeah. And like, look how it's benefiting them. Well, and... It's the, also helping these people that need the power. No, it's... So it's helping them now, but it'll help them in the long term. Yeah. Because their their power grid there is notoriously unreliable. Yeah. It's all above ground lines. They don't have any buried lines. And the, uh, the residents of the country are so far in debt that they can't always pay their power bills. Oh, yeah. Well, it, there's a lot of things that go into But there's that. a lot of, like, Ferraris on the island, so not really sure what's going on there. Well, like, there's certain people that move to Puerto Rico because they have a lot of money, and they can just basically also, live like kings. <laughs> so uh, my brother went down there for, uh, like, he was helping them out with their financial stuff, and the amount of debt that these people had, because they would just take out loans, and they're like, well, the government doesn't repay their loans, why should I? Yeah. So they just take out more loans to repay those loans, and then buy more stuff? <laughs> I mean, I get, I get their argument. I certainly get their argument, and I, I get their argument. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I'm really excited to see. Like, this is a really good experiment for Tesla. Yeah. Because uh, if it helps in this situation, it'll help in a lot of other disaster how, relief areas. How does Tesla like actually gain money? Because like, I know like they sell stuff. Their cars are ridiculously expensive. But, like, do they actually get enough people that buy their cars to actually afford a lot yeah, of Yeah, there's stuff? a waiting list. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. I've looked into buying one of them because I want one. I want one so bad. But, like, where would you charge up? Do you, like, already know, like, a place in the cities you would be able to charge uh, up your car? I could charge up by running an extension cord outside. <laughs> All right. Nobody has to pay the electric bill or anything. <laughs> Shut up, Carlos. <laughs> Actually, I could charge up at work. I could run an electrical. Uh, I could run an extension cord out of the out of the door at work. That's a good solution, <laughs> yeah. right there. there then it's go. free. It's free. You take it from anybody. Get a, like a hundred foot extension cord and like get it all under the ground and shit. I'll plug it into the neighbor's outdoor one. Did you uh, yeah. see it? But I don't know if you have anything like like how like Tesla's talking about like how, like the guy not not Tesla himself, not Nikola Tesla, but the guy behind Tesla, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. It's talking about like having like Space actual like making it so like the charging stations have like all these like a uh, memory because like normally when you fill fuel fill up with gas, it's like oh yeah I just fill up in like five minutes and like I'm out of there. But like for a charging car it might take a bit like forty five like hours. Yeah. yeah. So basically like oh like well basically I want my charging station to have like stuff like oh they can go in relax have yeah like coffee. a strip mall yeah yeah um that's that's old. Old Elon Musk do this. Did you hear about his new thing? What's his new thing? All oh, the rockets? He wants, yeah, he wants to have domestic rockets. 
What? Like, and domestic as in, like, planetarily domestic. So he's saying he wants to send rockets up from New York and they could land in London in 30 minutes. All right, so part of, like, Elon Musk's stuff is, like, yeah, this is smart. So part of it is, like, Elon Musk, you are insane. You need to stop this now. <laughs> he's a he's a Bond villain. Yeah. Like, straight up just a Bond villain. He just doesn't do enough outright outright villainous stuff to be... The no, vi- and he, like, the thing is, he's trying to help everyone, yeah. despite ourselves. Yeah. Because we're like, yeah, actually, I would t- totally get on a rocket to go across the world in an hour. No, that sounds insane. No, I would do it. Also, do I get to go to space? Wait, what if you had like a rocket, like drop instead of like doing the actual drop off? It just you had like free fall down. That would be pretty cool. No, it doesn't free fall down. No, 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 look, it was just like, all right, uh, anybody for London? Uh, jump out now. No, you can't do that. That, Then you're having citizens do halo jumps. (laughs) You're gonna have so many dead people. (laughs) So many dead people. Uh, so diabetics who don't like pricking their fingers to monitor blood sugar may have an alternative method to check their levels. Uh, federal regulators have approved the first uh, continuous device that will bypass the finger prick test, according to the Food and Drug Administration. Current models require users to test a drop of blood twice a day. Abbott's new Freestyle Libre flash glucose monitoring system, approved Wednesday by the FDA, uses a small sensor attached to the upper arm. Patients wave a reader device over it to see if their the current blood sugar level uh, has changed in the past eight hours. The FDA is always interested in new technologies that can help make the care of people living with chronic conditions such as diabetes easier and more manageable. Actually, that's a great thing. Like, yeah. The blood pricking thing seems so barbaric. Sounds like a pain. Like it could have been worse. Like what the, it was. Be, what was it be, right before the blood pricking thing? It was like it was like before. Uh, wasn't like more painful? Like there's they had like it was like blood pr- pricking, but even more painful than it was. Uh, yeah, well, so that like they started with like a like like a little like pin, like you yeah. had to like poke yourself, and then they like, had the little like like uh, clicker pin. Yeah. Um, and then like some people have like the insulin pumps and stuff that monitor it continuously. If this can replace insulin pumps, that's that's awesome. Yeah. But I don't know if you can actually do that. I don't know enough about diabetes. I don't either. We got to schedule a uh, we just an interview keep, with no, Wilfred no. Brimley. We just got to keep drinking beer until we do have to worry about it. No, cuz you can't you shouldn't drink alcohol while you're while you have diabetes like we uh when we were younger, uh, we hung out with a guy who had diabetes and we would drink a lot with him and his big thing was like GG, hey, right? Yeah. Hey guys, before I pass out if I stop breathing, just, like, call 911. Oh, God. Like, that was AT, right? Yeah. We're lucky nothing bad ever happened. <laughs> yep. No, diabetes is no joke. No, no, because, like, you didn't... No, that's right. Before you had to prick your finger, like, you had to, like, take it from your stomach or Like, uh, from your uh, abdomen, right? I don't know. No, he I just had the pump know, there. I don't know. It's... I don't know. It's, it's just that. It sounds I like have, a hassle. Uh, You'll just never a real hassle to have just diabetes. Just a real hassle to have that. I just shouldn't just even get it. Don't get that. Uh, you'll never be able to look at Mario the same way again after it was confirmed that he regularly beat up Yoshi. Well, I couldn't look at him the same way after I found out that he actually had nipples. No, no, they they the like, official Yoshi picture. Yoshi or Mario? Mario. Mario on a beach with no hair in his chest but nipples. Mario, an Italian with no hair in his chest. But he has nipples. You can see that he's nipples. got nipples. It's official now. Hey, Luigi, I'm trying to tell a story over here. Shut the fuck up. Mario, your nipples are showing. <laughs> you gotta wear a shirt. I like it, Mario. I like it, Luigi. He's gonna let it go. Why did you <laughs> shave your chest? You should uh, be more proud of your heritage. This, is got, I see what this you has did. gotten weird. <laughs> <laughs> this has gotten... Out well, of we, it's, it's unfortunately because Matt made a big thing about like how oh, this is terrible. Uh, we, no, that, that was, that's so Zach. now we have Zach. to do it. No, it was, was it Zach. Zach. It yes. was Zach. Well, like now we have to do it every once in a while. We have to do the Mario. Anyway, anyway, uh, what, Lamar, what Mario does to make Yoshi stick out his tongue 
has been uh, has long been a subject of debate among Mario fans, but now it has been settled by developers uh, Takashi Tezuka and Shig- Shigafumi Hino. Yes, Mario was originally punching Yoshi in the head to make him stick out his tongue to grab things. It's pretty clear that's what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of people think that while Mario is pointing his finger forward, he's saying, go, and Yoshi's tongue comes out, uh, Hino said in an interview with uh, Nintendo's official site. Uh, however, the setup that I drew was that when Mario punches Yoshi in the back of the head, the character's tongue shoots out in surprise. Yeah. And it gets even worse. What's more, that's an added bop sound. However, it seemed like people would say, poor Yoshi. So that's why it became Mario saying, go, he now added. Needless to say, the revelation has left a lot of Nintendo fans shocked, especially when you consider that Mario punching Yoshi in the head means that, indirectly, they have been punching the adorable Yoshi in the head, too. I'm all right with that. I'm not. I'm I don't want to punch it. Yoshi in the head. I guess right. I never really thought about it. All right, it. next time we play Super Mario World, just don't punch Mario. Don't punch but I Yoshi got, No, I got to use the head, especially on... Uh, World three or no World four the water one where like there's the, like the like cactus stacks. The only way to beat them is to eat them. <laughs> so just keep punching Yoshi in the head then, Casey. I hope you feel good. I hope you feel good about that. How's that pale ale treating you, Pete? Oh, uh, good. This <laughs> one's got a lot in it. Oh yeah. Oh, oh did you uh, did you pour the yeasty oh, wow. beasties from the bottom in there? No, there's still a little bit left oh, in shit. there. Yeah, there's some definitely some use. It might have been there. towards the end of the uh, <clears throat> end of yeah, the fermenter. Been, yeah, the end of the keg. Which is fine. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna drink it until I absolutely can't, like until I get down to it. That's why I let it settle, and then I it's good, man. It's very good. But yeah. Did you get do you get the blackberry? Yeah, a little bit at the at the end. Okay. I've I've had dry stout and raspberry wheat. And oh yeah, that's right. Lots lots of beers today. But this one, it's doing me right. Alright, good. That's what I like to hear. That's all that matters. On the morning of September 26th in Tokyo, school children on their way uh, to a day of learning and play at Edaguana uh, Elementary School. I wanted Matt here to help. Aguado? <laughs> Eduardo. It's Eduardo, Casey. It's E D O G. Eduardo. Eduardo, Casey. Eduardo. Eduardo Elementary School. Eduardo. We're crossing a pedestrian land bridge. However, hanging from the railing was a little doll made of straw, along with a note which read, All you brats, jump from here and die. (laughs) In Japan, straw dolls, whereon igyo, are used in a somewhat similar fashion to voodoo dolls, in that they are both effigies used to summon a curse upon people. Judging by the note, it would appear that someone had intended to make the children jump to their own death through the power of Straw Doll. That someone is believed to be 41-year-old Tashi, uh, Takashi Inaba, who lives near the school. According to police, Inaba confessed to inflicting the curse, saying, Those kids running wild in the park are too noisy. Inaba is facing charges of criminal intimidation, which, considering the supernatural method, seems a little in excess. While debatable whether this incident is technically a threat, it certainly is creepy and a public nuisance. It should be noted that Inaba is also suspected of several cases of graffiti, which reads, Kids are too noisy on benches and the toilet of the local park where kids are known to play. (laughs) He's also believed to have sent over 30 letters to staff and parents of Eduardo Elementary School. Eduardo. It's Edgordo. Eduardo. It's Edgarado. The word, the name is Eduardo. El Dorado Elementary School. Uh, bad-mouthing them about their inability to control those noisy kids. You know, I say this, but I have no idea what word he's trying to read. <laughs> I don't either. I forgot how he spelled it. <laughs> I, I stopped listening. It was like, it's clearly Eduardo. Spell it one more time, Casey. E-D-O. It's Eduardo. G-A-W-A. Oh, Edogawa? Edogawa. What the? Edogawa. Is it Jap or is it Japanese? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I can say Edamame. <laughs> Close. So while he probably won't get hit with the full force of the law, the suspect may have have a date with a mental health examiner in store. 
Yeah, man, this dude hates kids. He's really obsessing over this. Well, he's stuff. like super angry. It's like, it's like, why does he care that much about these kids? It's like they're playing in the middle of the night when he's trying to sleep. No, it's just on their way to school. Maybe he works a night shift. Yeah, I can understand then. All right. If he, if he was working a night shift, yeah. Fuck everybody else. Then. Regina police officers spent all afternoon negotiating with a man to come down from a tree he climbed in, uh, to escape arrest before he was ultimately lured down with a taco provided by a neighbor. <laughs> that is amazing. Police said the man climbed the tree on the 700 block of Gamut Street around 11.45 a.m. on Wednesday after officers followed the man who was suspected of stealing a vehicle. Police said he was first spotted in a vehicle, then on bicycle. Like, this guy is, like, straight out of Grand Theft Auto. He's, like, switching vehicles, trying to make his star rating yeah. go down. The man, armed with a screwdriver and carrying a backpack, threatened police multiple times. He was heard shouting, shoot me and I'll stab you. Regina police said it is unclear if the man had any other weapons. The cr- a crisis negotiator arrived on the scene around 1230. A woman uh, said that she heard the man screaming that his eyes were burning and that he was seen rubbing them uncontrollably. Another man who lives down the street claimed he witnessed police trying to chase the man earlier. As of 3 p.m., there were around 15 uniformed plainclothes officers on the scene. This guy was clearly just... Full of drugs at this right. point. The man appeared, a drug piñata, if you would. <laughs> the man appeared to be tired after being in the tree for more than three hours. That's a long he, time. He could be seen yawning and stretching and smoking cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he brought his cigarettes up in the tree. Of course he did. Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> more than an hour passed, and the police started to close in on the man. Another person started to spray the man with water from a hose. It was unclear if he was with the police or the fire department or just a neighbor. That's an asshole move. Like, this guy's up in the fucking tree. <laughs> and he's got, he's trying to hose. smoke a cigarette. And you're just spraying him with water? First of all, he stole a car. Yeah. Well, you're I'm, not doing... <laughs> I know. I'm not saying he's, like, he's without, like, guilt or anything. But, like, he's fucking stuck up a tree. He's got to come down at some point in time. All right. The man shouted swear words at them and eventually dropped his backpack. The negotiator remained in contact with the man as they made a different plan. While police were talking amongst themselves, concerned parents were talking to each other uh, nearby in the alley about how they hoped the police could wrap it up soon because kids were about to come home from school. Around 20 minutes later, a lady could be heard yelling at the man uh, in the tree from the alley. She said she brought him an Indian taco. Prior to this, the man said he was hungry. He says to the cop, I'm hungry, a woman said. So I said I would get him something to eat, and I went and grabbed an Indian taco from the Bangkok house and brought it to the officer, and he went and gave it to him. The negotiator took over the conversation at that point, and the man came down from the tree onto the garage. That would work for me. All right. I, if I was hungry enough to trees, like, you know, I kind of want to come down. I just want to eat a taco. You got a taco for me. All right, I'm going to come down, eat my taco, and I'm just going to go to jail. Not just a taco, an Indian taco. I've never actually had... So it was probably made with, like, naan bread and had, like, some curry sauce in it. I've never had an Indian Dude, I went taco. to a Fair State beer thing, and they had a food truck. It was, like, an Indian food truck, but it was, like, a, an Indian... Like a curry burrito. Oh, yeah? Holy How was it? Shit. I didn't get... I got nachos from somewhere else. I should have got the fucking burrito. It had amazing. like the basmati rice in it and some cur- some meat, some curried meat or whatever. I've never had Indian food. Really? What? Really? There's a really good Indian restaurant in Woodbury that we should go to. Really? All right. Yep. Yeah. There's also a solid one by work. I like that. The yeah, there's that a, so many good ones around, dude. Yeah. I've had some good ass Indian food, man. Indian food's the best. Go there. Curry is so good. They have all you can eat on uh, lunchtime, but they only have like a few different uh, dishes, so. Yeah, all the dishes are this. It's curry and rice. Yeah. Well, there are like, there's a, a lot of different dishes. In Florida last year, I took uh, Andy, uh, Dan, and Jake to their first Indian restaurant. I had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't like it? <laughs> well, it depends what you get, because there's like the the thicker, richer, and then there's just like spicier, more like tomato based. Yeah. I mean, you should based, probably you recommend know? the milder stuff to newer people. Right? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. It, like it's. It, and well, it depends on the curry or the Indian restaurant that you go to. Like, it there the curry the spice level varies so much from restaurant to restaurant. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean, if you like, get a medium somewhere, it's a hot somewhere oh, else yeah, get, or like, a mild somewhere. But like the else. basic classical like assumption is that it's fucking gonna be fucking hot, right? Not necessarily. Curry no. doesn't necessarily have to be hot. 
Depends on how much coconut milk they put in it and stuff. Like I mean, like, there's some yogurt-based like, ones. Well, like, there's a lot of different Indian kinds. curry, though, you would assume it's hot, though. Like I know, like there's there's sweeter curries. But, yep. But if it's, I I thought like it's known to be. It's known to be hot. It's known to be hot. But they didn't like. Ha- uh, two of them didn't order curry. Um, like Jake ordered curry because he's smart. He's like, I'm in an Indian place. I'm getting curry. Yeah. Uh, like Andy ordered some sort of salad. Well, he's stupid. Yep, and it was just a <laughs> sad-looking salad. <laughs> he deserved that sad-looking salad. And then Dan's a vegetarian, so he ordered a plate of vegetables. Where did you guys what go? What is wrong with it? Was, you... It was like it was near the hotel. It was just an Indian place near the. Ho- it was the only place. Oh, gotcha. open. There, is there oh. like? Is, isn't there like? There's got to be a vegetarian. Well, no, never mind. Curry has like. <laughs> oh, there are a lot of vegetarian <laughs> options. Yeah, like, no, there's a lot of vegetarian. About half curries. of them are vegetarian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he just he wasn't looking through it, and he's just like, well, I'm just gonna go play the vegetables. Yeah. So you just got to play the steamed vegetables. That well, sounds, you got to get if you're gonna get that vegetables, like a terrible get curry life vegetables. To live. Yeah, get it in the sauce. You well, put it over so, the rice. All right, if you're if you're gonna be a vegetarian, fine. But like, if it's just like if I'm if you're at a restaurant, like I just want to play the vegetables. Like that's just sad. That's sad. Sad. This is it's like talking. It's like we're reading Trump's Twitter right talking. now. Carlos is just Trump Twitter. Just a plate of vegetables. No, no, sad. A plate of, just a plate <laughs> of vegetables is sad. All right, drain the swamp. It's Carlos. just the truth. Drain it. Drain the the sauce. <laughs> drain that curry out of there. Is it buffalo sauce? Because I would drain the hell out of that. The problem was yeah. the next morning I had leftover curry right before going to a bunch of like. Uh, oh yeah. Classes well, that's just stupid. Yeah, no, that, <laughs> that's just that fucking a, stupid. That was a bad decision on my part. I had to like fucking bail halfway through. But like, you were hungry. I got a shit so bad. <laughs> yeah. Because that's one thing curry does. Cleans you out real good. I don't know. People say that about a lot of different foods, but it's not the same for everybody. Uh, cu- you know? Well, curry does it for me. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of people get it from homebrew. It's like yeah. well, basically, your your system generally adjusts over time to homebrew beer. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's just one of those things. But yeah, no. So this guy got out of the out of the tree for a taco. It's a an fair Indian taco. Sounds it's like a, a fair point. I've never had any taco, and I kind of want to try one now. Pretty sure this is like curry on some naan, man. That sounds great. That does sound like a thing that I haven't now tried. Now I want Indian food, so <laughs> gotta go. Gotta wrap it up here. Wrap it up. We gotta go find an Indian restaurant real quick. Right now. All right. So discussion topic for today because we just went camping. How do we make camping better? All right. So I think the best way to do this is. You know, we had this cooler that was just fucking full of beer and ice, and it was a fucking pain in the ass to carry the. Camp. We're gonna so make it. We're gonna make a cart. So what if we had an airdrop? Just no. a plain airdrops in your your beer in the cooler and your camping gear and everything. So you just have to walk the campsite, and all your stuff's there. Do you know do you somebody know how, that flies a helicopter? Also, do you I'm know how, we're not talking. We don't have to worry about who would do this. We don't stuff. have to worry about logistics. We just need it. Do you, you know, know how accurate airdrops are? No idea. They're but not super accurate. Wherever it, it lands, lands is like thirty set. meters, which is about what we carried it. Could be like a mile. We carried away. more than thirty meters, but also, you know, if it's like I think wherever it falls, good enough camping site for me. No, it's not because you were in a set camping site. Good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> By repeating what I said, did that help? <laughs> no, did not help. Nope, did not. Right. I uh, mean, I I understand what you're saying. Carrying yeah. the coolers full of beer sucked. Oh, it sucked. Yeah, Thomas is gonna bring his drones. He's gonna control them remotely <laughs> yeah. from wherever he lives. They would need a lot of drones. Well, like, no, uh, he's gonna. We're gonna keep it on the car, and he's just gonna bring it from the car. No, like, to us. Snow oh man, what? he says drones have a follow mode. Yep. No, but you would need like a Snow White oh, level. Oh, and then of Thomas is going to make a beer me- mode Wait, what? for the drone, so it just picks up a beer and it beers you. But Thomas I, has this figured out. In a remote we need a camp with Thomas. I've seen so many videos <laughs> that have gone bad, like people like using the drone to run people, like and it just hits people. Like, oh no, no. Their problem is they're not using long enough strings. What? With a beer on a real long string, then you're not a, you're not in danger of getting hit by blades. You would need so many drones to carry that cooler. Uh, you'd need like seven. Or you need one giant drone. Problem solved. That's a helicopter. <laughs> it's a fucking <laughs> helicopter. 
water that you can do an airdrop with. Brom, there you go. There we go. We brought right back around no, to me. No, we're not bringing it back around to you. All right. So anyways, uh, <laughs> other aspects of camping. Well, basically what Carlos wants is so we don't have to move shit from the car to the campsite. That makes sense. Noted. Check. Uh, a pad to sleep on. I think I'm going to get one for next year. Oh, you didn't have a sleeping pad this year. No, I had my blanket, which which is fine, but no. it's just that the blanket got a little Look, moist. I had a pad. It did not help a whole lot. Then you were using it I, I, I've no, used no, pads was, before. It, I know full. It. it did not help a whole lot. What were you sleeping on? Razor I, blades? It felt like it. For more than one night, yes. That'd be great. Actually, though, I can't want to... I've seen uh, these uh, things where like it's actually like a... Uh, where you like... It's like this... You set up this not hammock, but like a kind of like a, a bed uh, frame, basically like this small bed frame called a cot. Yeah, it's basically this like foldable cot that you unfold and then you just like it folds up to the size of like a normal person's like folding chair. That like not I'm not not that. you you know a normal person. Yeah, but like then you just put your sleeping bag on top and like there you go. Yeah, but I mean. You can't backpack with that. That's too heavy. Oh, no, you can't backpack with that at all. Yeah. No, the the sleeping pads are nice. I like the sleeping pads. I mean, you got my shit sleeping pad because I have a nice one. No, I just like, might get a blow-up mattress I honestly, like, a, like I a mini feel, one. Yeah. No, like, I honestly like feel like if I, it was like a, one of those blue pads underneath my sleeping bag, it might have been better than that one. How are you sleeping on the sleeping pad? Like, my sleeping bag was over it. My entire sleeping bag was over it. I didn't even go in my sleeping bag at, at all during the whole camping trip. It was just me on top of my sleeping bag, on top of your pad, and I had a blanket over myself. And it was still pretty fucking uncomfortable. I was... I slept like a baby. Yeah, no, I slept great that first night. I plopped down, woke up. It was morning time. I'm like, holy shit, what just happened? That's fine. It's the next day. Yep. No, Let's get it started. That, that last night, I slept pretty well, but I think that was because I was a little bit drunker than usual. Because we had been drinking drinking at the beach all fucking day. Yeah, and then, yeah. You, you guys were going to bed pretty early. We, Me and Matt, we kept her going. Yeah. No, yeah. That, that, yeah, that first night, I had I, like 15 no, beers. That, that first night with you, you and Matt, like, you guys were up until fucking three in the morning. Yeah, I crashed about yeah, we were. one that night, and then... I was a little bit after that, that first night. No, you went to bed first the first no, night. No, 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 the first night, I, I was not first asleep. Okay, hey, Thomas said asleep. anything up to 55 pounds. That would not. So I think oh wait, that was probably maybe like how many drones? A sixty pound cooler, seventy. We would pound need a lot. That was probably a hundred pound cooler. You think a hundred pounds? No, it was more than hundred pounds. I don't that think was it was a, more than hundred pounds. Dude, that was a heavy ass cooler. No, it was bringing heavy. it down. Well, it was like carrying a body. About a hundred fifty pound cooler. No, no. So we need to get three fifty pound, pound coolers. A fat body. Two hundred <laughs> pounds. Two hundred fifty <laughs> pounds. No man, I figure if we get if we get four drones, one on each corner. We can at least hover it a couple inches up. That would help. And then we can push it. There we go. Yeah. All right. Uh, Casey, what would help with camping? Man, well, so you were you were bitching about the sleeping situation. I figure camping, sleeping is solid. And then I took a bunch of naps in my hammock, so that helped. Oh, yeah. You're, like, I'm going to be honest, like, having a uh, hammock tent, not great. Having an actual hammock? Just, like, hanging out in camp was yeah. great. Yeah, it looked great. Yeah. And hammocks are like thirty bucks. Yeah. So everyone should have one next year. I gotta get a different chair. Well, I'll just bring my garbage chair next time. The only thing is like yeah. you were so that full like, chair you out. just kept falling asleep just because like you're away from the fire a little bit and then you just kept falling asleep. Yeah, no, I was comfortable. And like we went hunting for firewood wood for a while, and, like you were just, What like, ah. you did? <laughs> I didn't know that. Because the fire went out, so it's just pitch black and you, with you in camp in your hammock, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I was napping, man. Yeah, I was good were, to go. You were pretty far asleep at that point. I missed all the potatoes. I didn't have any potatoes. They weren't super great. Well, yeah, we we just there. Are okay, I got I got them wet. Put them in some tin foil. And we we're gonna throw them in. You're like, dude, what are you doing? You're like cutting them open, putting butter, and you made it through two of them. And you're like, all right, and then you went to bed, <laughs> or you took a nap, or whatever. Yeah, you did have some potatoes. And those ones Everybody like started potatoes. on fire. <laughs> those ones. <laughs> We're black. You gotta put the potato. Yeah, you gotta well, put the butter in the potatoes, man. No, like not when you cook it, man. No. Yeah, man. Not when you cook it, man. It absorbs in there. No, it did not work great. <laughs> it, if the if butter I, was if got, I had paid attention to them, <laughs> no, they would have been amazing. Honestly, the problem was putting the 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 potatoes directly in the fire. No, the problem was me sitting in the hammock. No, no, no. Why would you put the potatoes? Like I thought the thing I was like, oh, you put in the embers. No, they're not in the embers. They're in the middle of the fucking fire right now. Where do you think the so, embers dude, come from? No, no. You can have embers without the fire going out like full blast. 
which was going full blast. Well, there wasn't a knob to turn it down. You're right, Casey. It's not like you can drag embers elsewhere and just keep the potatoes well, warm Well, let's talk for a about while. last year. Last year, we put them in the embers. We waited like two hours. And then yeah. I ate when I was like, yeah, it was okay. And then other people ate them like, these aren't done at all. And this year when we ate them, they were done. You just peeled the skin off and they're good. The potatoes last year were probably better than this year. No, because they weren't done last year. But you it's said like it was eating right. a raw potato. You said it was all right. This year, I had basically I peel off a up. lot. I, there was a lot of potato I did not, I was not able to eat. You want the charred skin. No, it was more than charred skin. There was like a it was blackened. giant layer that I had to peel off just to get to the good potato. Carlos, you cooked those potatoes wrong. Yeah, I did. You're right. Yep. I was napping. It was all on me. It's not on me. <laughs> you right. of- so I guess what we can agree on is the one thing that would make camping better is better potato cooking. There we go. But how? Yeah, or don't do potatoes. You know. Or don't be- do potatoes. Yeah. No, the potatoes we had for breakfast. Wait, wait, wait. How would you the do the skillet potatoes? Could you do JoJo? Yeah, were those frozen potatoes? potatoes? What? Were those frozen ones? You guys cut them up. Yeah, those were frozen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, could those are do- good. Could you do JoJo potatoes? Yeah. Yeah, man. How would you? You could fry anything. Dude, what we should have been doing these last three years is just like putting shit in the tin foil yeah, and making just putting like a it boat. on there. Yeah, Pete figured and that out. Put in whatever you want, you, sauce you, you, or you, water you put, or you beer. You pour some beer in there, and then you put the hot dogs or brats in there, and you let her cook up. And it bubbles oh, no. up. It boils. No, those beer brat. Those beer, it was just beer and like was it just fucking hot dogs? Yeah. Yeah, there was beer in all three. Those of them. were delicious. Those were great. And Whatever that was like, were. we basically did, we had like, Also, we also had a jug of cheddar, or of nacho cheese. Oh, that, that was- oh, I thought we were going to talk about you this. Know, yeah, that was the thing. <laughs> we were not, we only got through half of the uh, thing in nacho no, cheese. No, it was that, like a third. I, that third was more the nacho down. cheese than I figured we'd get through. Not yeah. every, no, like Matt had like nothing. I don't know. I was dipping my hot dogs in it. Yeah, I, I kept, dipped a I few things with chips. in it. I had a lot of chips of cheese. I was just dipping shit. Look, gonna, there, there was a line at one point. Like, there's three of us in. in a line. Like, <laughs> just like we each had a chip and we'd like go through and we'd dip it in there and, and like, eat it and then I'm go to the honest, end of the line. For people in the field, like anybody listening, like a giant, like it was, I, I don't remember how many uh, ounces. It was a handle. gallon of nacho yeah. cheese. We, we're so, talking quarts here. Here's the thing <laughs> if you have like a lot of nacho cheese, that's the thing that you have to, like, all right, we're going to all be at the campsite all day long. Like that's the plan. No, you can't sit there all day and eat nacho cheese. No, but it's gotta that's be s- gross. <laughs> Just don't you- let anybody sit in a hammock and nap. No, it's got no. Like I think like it's not gross if you. The thing is like it's like all right, we got this nacho cheese. We put it on at lunchtime. It's gonna be warm until like eat, like way past evening time. So we have nacho cheese that we can just dip everything in. But because we kept going to the beach. So we couldn't do that. So it wasn't until the final night that we used the nacho cheese. Yeah. Well, we had it. Might as well. Cut yeah, it open we had to use it, it. Yeah, I had to open it up with a knife. Uh, I just left Casey to deal with that. Yep. Did you actually end up... Were you able to do it with the rock or... No, I, uh, I I ended up just grabbing my knife and my hatchet and, just and using my hatchet as a hammer and the knife as a little thing. And I just went... Boop, 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 How's boop, your hatchet boop, doing? Boop, 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 boop. My hatchet's fine. All right. That's good to hear. Well, I use my knife to poke through it. The All hatchet right. I use is a hammer. <laughs> All right, yeah. It's a hammer back. Have you ever seen a hatchet? Your hatchet's fine. That's fine. What did yeah, you do to that's my good. hatchet? That's yeah, a good thing. It's fine. Wait, no, what did you do to my hatchet? Well, your hatchet's fine, Casey. Your There's nothing fine. wrong with it, so it doesn't no, matter. No, no, I'm suspicious. Carlos, what do you do? <laughs> your hatchet's fine, Casey. No, Carlos. Carlos, you, I don't you? remember quite well enough what happened. What did you do? It was everybody except Matt, I think. And Casey. It was, it was me Don't me. bring me into this. <laughs> what did you guys do to my hatchet? So we were trying to break, you know, logs. And it was And we did. It, we did. Did you chip my hatchet? Hey, we didn't Nobody chip chipped it. It just made it be sharpened a little bit. God damn it. What the fuck were you doing with my hatchet? Well, Pete said, oh, you, t- you have it you had the hatchet in the log and you just hit it against this rock. And he said it was a bad that idea. That sounds like a great idea, he said. It was like, all right, well, let's try that. And like we did that for a while and it was like a, not working great. It was working well enough, but he decided we needed to just whack the logs. We just needed to hack the shit out of the I logs. was saying like we should be swinging not at a rock, but at another log. No, if you're doing anything, you sink the hatchet and then you use that as a wedge and, and you, you grab another yeah, log yeah, 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 and you back the Yeah, that, we did try that. No, 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 no. He was saying it, but like he was saying like it would be hit 
and you do that on top of a rock. You have it like solid. Because it wasn't rock. working. Yeah. It just wasn't. There was no way to. And I was saying like you should have law like the hatchet in a log, on a log, and then hit it there. All right, Carlos. Well, you're sharpening my hatchet. <laughs> it's probably fine, Casey. You said it was no, fine. No, you're sharpening my hat. I haven't tried to chop anything with it, so you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. You're sharpening my hatchet. Casey said it's fine. You're sharpening my hatchet. <laughs> we asked you, and you said it was fine. It's on record that's fine. What if it doesn't need sharpening? That was before I knew the fucking shit that you guys did. <laughs> uh, let's see, see. What else? He wouldn't have even noticed or anything because we didn't do anything to it. Well, no, no, I got to get them all spooked no, we, here. We didn't make giant chips in your hatchet. You're sharpening my hatchet still. Uh, what else did we? What else would make camping better? You not dulling my hatchet. Well, yeah, a not dull <laughs> hatchet would be great. Uh, I got to bring my Clive Owens. Yeah, dude, what the fuck happened to your Clive Owens? Well, how year? would you describe Clive oh, Owens? Don't, don't roast me. Describe Clive Owens to everybody. It's just a pair of pants that I only bring to Madeline Island. Yeah. Jen doesn't let me wear them why here. Why are they called the Clive Owens? Because they're what Clive Owen wears. Clive Owen wears them and some stuff. What? They just look like something like They're Clive just Owen real wavy, wear. big pants, but yeah. they're brown, but they're like, you know. They're Clive like Owens. hanging out on the beach pants. Okay, man, that sounds like... They wave uh, in the wind like... <laughs> <laughs> we need to fucking just stop this episode, Also, guys. my moccasins. Should have brought those. Yeah, I think moccasins would be pretty good. Brought them last year. Actually, bring some sandals because, like, when you have to get up in the middle my of the night boots. to get pissed, it's like, my you know, boots. you gotta put boots on. It's a pain in the ass. Yep. Yeah. Well, alright, guys. Thanks it. for tuning in this week. If you'd like to support us, head over to patreon.com slash blindstudios. Uh, or if you're gonna do Amazon shop, any Amazon shopping, click on the Amazon link there on our homepage. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindstudios. Follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week.